This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today I'm here with Rosa Acosta. How are you doing? Amazing. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. It's like crazy just to think how early you were on basically monetizing being a hot chick in hip-hop it's very (laughs) much like an established thing now there's a model for girls to follow if they want to get into this game and stuff but you finessed the system way before almost anybody else had figured it out right well i i consider myself like the last video vixen of the that was able to do things that some of the girls that were, you know, doing it back in the day did. Mm. So I was like the last one. And then I have been able to kind of transition into all the social media craziness and, you know, all that stuff. So, so I'm kind of me- like in between. I, I, I'm like the old school and I'm somehow being able to still do some of like the new stuff. Right. Well, what was it like before you and what was it like after you in terms of like sort of how that, that game changed? Well... The whole game has changed, especially mm. for, for video girls, mm. video models. Like, there's no magazines anymore. Mm. So I was one of the last ones to actually do all the covers of, like, the big magazines back in the day. Mm. That's true, um, yeah. Th- there's still some music videos uh, happening, but, you know, labels are not putting that much money into them. The mm. budgets are not the same. So because of that, you know, they don't pay what they used to pay back in the day. So. Right. And and a lot of people are just like doing things like for free. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, so some people have fucked up the game. Yeah. You know. And you know. It's weird to think about like back in the day, there was just a lot less rap videos in general being made, I guess. And now it's like everybody is making rap videos and just putting them on World Star or whatever. And it's there's there's a million like somewhat high profile or I don't know how high the profile is per se but there's just so many videos like i I watch videos all the time where it's like the same four girls in la who just (laughs) apparently have pretty good connections are just able to like get in there and just do these music videos and i have no idea how much they're getting paid it's probably not that much but they're just out here i'm pretty sure there's not that much (laughs) yeah you know but they're out here and like in their head they're probably like every time they get a shout out from some rapper or whatever and they get a couple thousand followers that's their way of building up in the game i can't relate (laughs) i need that that budget (laughs) respect yeah that's real talk about how you got in the game in general though like what what when did you get discovered or noticed for the first time well uh, when i was living in dominican republic that's where i'm born uh, i'm from i'm born and raised in dominican republic i Mm. used to uh, when i was 18 years old i became um the youngest soloist member of the Ballet Nacional Dominicano, which was the only classical company at the time in my country. I saw you with Emily Oberg, and you were standing on your fucking toes, and it looked so yes. crazy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> we do that. Mm, do. So I I danced there professionally for four years, and I quit when I came to the United States. Mm. 
And I had some pictures on my MySpace back in the day when there was not Instagram yet. Mm. I had stuff on my MySpace and somebody contacted me and say, hey, I, will, I have a website where I showcase beautiful girls like, like you that are very flexible and non-nudity, like they were paying very well. And I, I did a little video for him. He put a teaser of that video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I knew, this thing had millions of views, like within the next like couple of weeks. And from there, I started getting calls from a lot of artists to be in their videos and in magazines to be in the covers. And so, so you went viral before there was like a real clear understanding of what it was to go viral. Because now if you have a little viral video clip of a hot girl or whatever, it might end up on the world star instagram academics no jumper complex a million different things buzzfeed's gonna write an article about it who was the girl that was in this viral video you know it's like there's such a established way that that happens now but you were kind of early on that wave of something just sort of going viral off of a girl just creating an interesting visual well i think before that happened to me there was a lot a couple of artists like for example i believe that like soldier boy he was a, a product of like youtube right so that was the same thing with me the difference is that i personally didn't put the video on youtube mm. um the guy that owned the video just put a, a teaser because he wanted people to come to his website right so i ended up just getting you know a lot of interest and attention after that and People used to call me like, you are on TMC or MTO. And I was like, what is that? Right. I didn't know anything about the blogs or any of that, any of those things. But I'm really happy that everything, <laughs> you know, happened the way it did. How did you start? Well, I saw another interview with you where you said that there are millions of Rosa Acostas who walk around barefoot in your country. Do you really <laughs> believe that? Yeah. Is, is your beauty average where you come from? You honestly think that? Yeah, I really? think that yes. I I, I got to go out there. I believe that well, I, first of all, I am a huge fan of um female beauty. Mm. And sometimes I see women that some men might not consider cute, but to me they are. Mm. And I also can see I just see beauty in like almost every female. Mm. <laughs> So you can but call me not, is you can call me thirsty if you want to. <laughs> but do, you you previously dated women, right? Yes, I have. But does, I just, does that not happen anymore for you? Yes, yes, it happens. But it I just okay. I just love women. I love the beauty of all of us. So I do believe that, like you know, there's women like me and more beautiful than me, just walking around everywhere in the Dominican Republic. But, but okay, just my assumption is that if that were really true, then porn directors or photographers and stuff would be going out there and just like trying to convince every girl they see because you're out here making, you know, way more money at a certain point than the average attractive woman. It's like, why wouldn't they just go there and find those girls? It feels like there has to be something special about you that you're just trying to be humble and deny for oh, me. No, no, no. <laughs> but... I, I believe there is something special about me, but mm. it doesn't necessarily is my uh, physical appearance. Because you have the confidence. That's kind of a problem I would think for a lot of girls who maybe just don't know what the hell is going on in the world. Is that like, yeah, maybe they're really pretty, but they just don't have like the attitude that's going to sort of draw people in. Is that true? I don't know. All I, can, I don't know about the other girls. All I can tell you is that 
I am thankful for my looks and I, you know, I'm able to monetize from them. But if I didn't have them, I will still be that bitch. I will still be making that money. <laughs> you think so? Absolutely. What would you be doing? Selling crack? Maybe. Mm. Chapel, call me. <laughs> <laughs> now his whole, his, his whole operation is locked up. Or no, didn't the sun get out? Do you know? Are you locked in with the cartels? Chapel's on. It's my stepson. Please give me a call. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get in touch. Call me. That'd be cool for me if I got an El Chapo interview. That would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool is one way of saying it. Holy shit, a chair just fell down. Laura, what are you doing? I didn't even know Laura was here. I guess I did. I'm sorry when I walked out. Uh, all right. Thank God we weren't talking about Pablo Escobar. If we were and that happened, I would have think that was his ghost. Really? So you believe in ghosts like that? Yes. I got to get do. on your level. I do. Damn. I had a ghost living in my house a while ago. What was he doing? Um, playing with my dog. And um, like I have a hammock and she was like rocking it. Wow. Yeah. And also she would like, um, she did little things like where she moved stuff around. Mm. Wow. That's cool. Man, my house seems so boring when I think about the fact that there's like almost no ghosts in there or probably none. Well, the good thing about that is that you're not paying rent for anybody. You're not supporting anybody's, you know, living. I, I felt like I was, you know, I'm already feeling some type of way about my dog not collaborating with like some cash right so you feel like you felt like the <laughs> landlord to the ghost <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> wow pretty much <laughs> a lot of responsibility. i never thought about the responsibility of taking care of the ghost yeah i mean i had to keep the lights on so they could like turn the switch on and off wow because if i don't pay the light bill then when they switch it on and off there's nothing happening so they cannot scare me mm, there you go it's but a lot a lot of ghosts do you believe <laughs> you in any sort of like supernatural way that you get rid of the ghost? Do you have to like go in there and burn some shit, some sage? Isn't that what they're doing? She was a friendly ghost. Oh. Yeah. She was a friendly ghost. I would think it would be almost like a waste of my afterlife if I became a ghost and then I just went and like played with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would love playing with the, dogs are pretty cool. Mm. So I wouldn't be mad if I, if you know, I much rather play with dogs and not with like, stupid people. Do you think so. that if that there are like evil ghosts that are doing fucked up shit to people, like punishing them? Because I feel like that's how I'd want to. I would want to come back and I would want to like torture someone who did me wrong prior in my life. Why not doing? Why not fucking them up in in this life? Why oh, you gotta pussy. wait? I don't want to confront them. I don't <laughs> even know who we're talking about, but I don't want to confront them for sure. No, let's just do whatever we gotta do. Let's do it now. Come back as a ghost and then take the shoelaces out of their shoes when they're asleep and no time together so they trip. Mm. No. I was thinking about more like choking them or like putting the pillow on their faces. No? Can a ghost murder? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't want to come back if I cannot do that, especially oh. if I'm trying to get revenge. Well, what stops you from killing people in your day-to-day -day life? Mm, basically the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really nice of you to come from the Dominican Republic and then respect our laws that I guess are probably roughly the same as the Dominican Republic just can't kill people. It kind of sucks. It sort of limits your freedom, you know. It sucks, I know. Mm. Especially like if they did you wrong, like you should be it should be legal. Right. Damn. Finally found somebody that just thinks like me. Yeah, I'm so glad we met. <laughs> <laughs> so did you uh do you feel like you got taken advantage of in any way when you first started to get into the game? Because you didn't know the game at all. Were there like all kinds of shady people that were trying to get you to sign shitty contracts? You got all kinds of weird pimps trying to get you to sign contracts to manage <laughs> you, shit like that? Uh, no, I do regret not having the team that I have now back mm. in the day. But I mean I I didn't know them. <laughs> mm. So um 
in general, I will say that I had a lot of people around me that had good intentions, but not the right mindset or the connections to actually like help me get to where I wanted to be even faster. Mm. But I, I've been pretty lucky. And I mean, I've been working with the team that I have now for like most of my career. Mm. So like we're about to go in on like 10 years. And so, yeah, I'm like, I think like only like the first year I was kind of like with the first year or two, I had a manager that had great intentions, but just didn't have what it take, mm. you know? And then from there, I just, my whole team just, we've been, yeah. And we've been rocking since then. That's Shout dope. out to them. Did you, um, so not only are you getting like a million offers work-wise, well, yeah, you start getting all these offers in terms of like things you could do for jobs and stuff. What did you actually really start focusing on? Cause there's probably all kinds of different offers and you didn't really know exactly which ones you should pers pursue. All of them. I don't want to leave one dollar on the table mm. for anybody. Right. I'm taking all the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what were you doing? Like club hostings, photo shoots, videos? Everything, yes. Right. I, I have my own clothing store. It's called Cosamia. And I on also Melrose, have, right? Well, we were on Melrose for three years. Right. We're online only now. Okay. And um I have my I have a fragrance. So I have like you know, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to sell you everything. Right. You got to be able to create products around yourself, not just, you know, sort of marketing your likeness, right? Right. And I mean, I I have, like I have, you know, Cosamia is one of my brands. Uh, I love what Cosamia stands for because it's, I basically have put together all my favorite designers or like up and coming designers, right? And we started working together. So it was like a virtual mall for people to, instead of like going to buy from this girl and this girl and this girl and pay a separate shipping on each website, they could just come to mine and sh buy everything all together mm. and potentially, you know, waiving the whole like shipping process, like getting some, you know, deals by shopping from different brands. And all the girls, they all are, you know, entrepreneurs, designers, they make their own stuff from scratch. Uh -huh. So when you're supporting the brands that I have on Cosamia, you are supporting like, you know, it's, it's like female power. You are supporting like girls that are talented, small business, mm. minorities. See, that's really interesting you say that because I've seen that with my girlfriend with her blowing up on Instagram over the past couple of years where it's, you have all of these dudes who realistically are the ones who are paying your bills because they're the ones who are, for in her case, paying for the private Snapchat. They're the ones who are like watching the videos, who are following you on all these platforms and everything. But at the end of the day, that's one type of fandom because they're really just a bunch of hornballs. But then you also make all these girl fans along the way. And like, that's kind of a different relationship because you probably, if you're like her, she sort of cares more about that relationship she has with like the young girls who watch her videos. But then at the same time, they're two very different markets that you're kind of trying to hit when you're like a famous hot girl yeah i mean i tried when i started obviously i started i think people knew me both people knew me because i was flexible mm. you know and so moving and they they thought it was really sexy to me it was the stuff that i did every day before i took a ballet class mm. <laughs> so i didn't think it was any it was like that sexy it was just like the one thing that i do every day before i take a class and you know i feel like because people thought that was sexy, they, I, I joined like that 
industry of like sexy video vixen, you know, and of course I have a huge male following because of that. But then I also started to transition into fitness modeling. This was roughly 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. The, the end of 2009 is when I started um, getting pre- pre- preparing myself for a fitness competition. And so since then I started to gain kind of like, you know, the sympathy and like the friendship online of of all these girls and then i you know i dip my my toes into like the little fashion and like beauty so i try to keep everybody happy but you did the fitness competition that must have been weird because in the rap video world they would probably prefer that you be a little thicker whereas the fitness world you got to get super low body fat right yes well just for the comp just for the competition but um they usually, well, back in the day, they used to kind of like Photoshop my apps uh-huh. as fitness uh, has become something more like normal and accepted. Now they kind of like glorify them. But um, I I don't think I look like the average video girl. I'm like not really like as thick as like some of the, mm. I don't know, like Buffy the body. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, especially nowadays, you definitely could see certain rap videos where it's like their type is just girls with ridiculous huge butts. Like you were, you, you yeah. never, you always had a nice, you were kind of known for having a nice butt to a certain extent, right? But not to that crazy extreme. Yeah, no, not like that. Mm. <laughs> so, but I try to make everybody happy. I try to make the my female you know, following happy and give them the things that they like. And then I also have like the guys that like to see sexy and ass and tits. Like I got something for everybody. Mm. So follow me at Rosa Acosta. <laughs> now <laughs> I got something for everybody. Oh. Your your grandma, your dad. Like every, <laughs> If you like dogs, I got a dog and I'll give you all the like details on right. how to like make your dog happy. Oh, really? I got you. you do yes. dog training as well. That's very useful. My dog is the best. Really? My cat is the best. Oh, you have a cat. I have Love like 16 stray cats that eat at my house. I spend about oh. $300 in food. I thought you were going to say you had 16 cats in your house. And I was going to be like, wow, that's disgusting. Because to be honest, that probably smell really bad. Yeah, no, they are outside. They, they strays. They don't like me to touch them, but they mm. do come to eat their food every day. I love the stray cats. I love the homeless cats. But yeah, they, they don't want to play. Yeah, they don't. My cat, I've had him for 13 years and he was homeless. And he's gotten pretty nice, but he's still a little rough around the edges. When they're homeless for the first few years of their life, they just they oh, end well, up mean. Cats are just not, they are like like sugar babies. Oh, really? You, you provide for them. <laughs> That's true. And you give them everything they need, and they verily give you a little bit of love. 13 years with this cat, he still ain't let me hit. <laughs> I'm like, what are you That's, waiting for? <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, you're paying for all those bills. And then, yeah. you know, you probably, you know, you might say, oh, I will never pay for a chick's bills. What about your cat? Mm. No, I used to pay child support for my cat, cat support. When I had a, I had an ex-girlfriend, we broke up. And then she didn't have enough money to be paying for the cat or whatever. Or at least she said that. So I would have to be going over there and like handing over cat money all the time. Got to be careful who you have cats with. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that whole conversation led up to you saying that. <laughs> that was great. So how long did it take from you getting that first initial wave of of clout and then all of a sudden you're in this Drake and Kanye world? Sort of like go straight to the top of the ladder of artists more or less. 
Um, right away they were like some of the first Kanye was probably one of the first people to hit me up and he's still a little early in his career but he was still pretty gigantic at that time yes he had a blog at the time and uh, he had put some he had write something about me like Kanye's workout diet plan or something around the lines mm. and people used to like mention that to me all the time right yeah he he's actually very nice and I have a crazy story about us meeting because Hype Williams, the director, I did a video with him and he said, hey, I have uh, I have a friend that want to meet you. His name is Kenny. And I said, OK, Kenny, like probably another music video director want to give me another job. So Whoa, I Kenny. get I go to this place and mind you, you know, my English was, you know, a million times worse mm. ten, 10 years ago. So I get to this place and I see this like big black guy waving at me. And I come to him and I say, oh, my God, nice meeting you, Kenny, you know. I, and he just look at me like this and points out that way. And it's Kanye sitting right there. I mm. thought that he wrote Kenny. Right. I I was thinking that he told me, like, Kenny want to talk to you. It was Kanye. We forget that Kanye <laughs> was a very confusing name to a lot of people at that time. You know, everybody used to call him Kane. Well, to me, it was Kenny. I thought it was Kenny. When I saw it, you know, it right. was just Kenny. Right. So I thought some Kenny guy wanted to give me a job. But, but so, so we you, ended up, you, you know. hit it off good? Yes. And then he told me he wanted to have me, you know, work with me in the future. And like maybe a month or two after that, he was directing Best I Ever Had for Drake. And right. then I went in for that. Wow. And so did you ever end up dating Kanye or Drake? No. I, I don't even... Uh, Drake, I seen Drake like maybe not even five times in my life. I seen him like that day of the shoot and maybe two times more in the past, you know, 10 years. Uh -huh. And Kanye, about the same. Really? <laughs> Three so, or four times, yeah. Did that almost surprise you that they didn't shoot their shot because they're both sort of like legendary dogs that they're both just, they love women. They almost seem like they're sort of in competition for women. Um. No, you know what? I... I'm going to say I'm very, I don't know if that's luck, but uh, I have been treated with a lot of respect. And mm. I don't know if it's because I also carry myself myself with a lot of respect and because I'm not, when people, for the most part, you know, when the whole like thing with Kanye happened, um, at, at that particular time, I still... It was like a month or two after that that my career kind of like took off like crazy and mm. I couldn't do my own bookings because at the beginning I felt like I could handle some of the stuff that was happening. So for the most part, usually people have to hit up my management. Mm. They don't just DM me or like get my number from somebody that somebody that somebody gets. That's what you number. need them for is to filter out the creeps. Yeah, I mean they 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 do their job, mm. <laughs> but I have been like very lucky with everybody that have you know came across with me. They have treated me with respect. They have not not that they don't say you're so beautiful. Or, I'm a big fan of yours, or I love what you do, but it doesn't go like further. Mm. Well, I heard you talking one time about well, you were talking about uh, K Slay and how he was always very respectful and stuff, but you did say that. There's a lot of dudes who are like photographers or whatever who would try to pull skeezy shit, basically. Not with me. Oh, it never happened to you. Okay. I, I, I mean, it might have happened once or twice, right at the beginning of my career, where like sometimes I think photographers are. You have to understand that they are also starting; they are new, so you 
they might be nervous and that translate as them being weird. Mm. So, yeah, I honestly, I mean, it's been a long time, but I cannot really like give you these ideas of like crazy people that I encounter. Like most of the 99.9% of the people that I have encountered are very respectful. Mm. They have been professional. And even like the new people that I work with, like if I ever work with a photographer that was maybe like more on the newer side, they always treat me with respect. And yeah. I also like give them the respect that they deserve for like trying and like just trying to learn, you know? They might be a little scared of you. They might be intimidated. Maybe. You have that kind of vibe. You look like you've probably hit at least one guy in the head with a baseball bat before. True or false? No, no? I just I just put their head in between my legs and I squeeze it really hard. Really? That works? You kill a man like that? What? Mm -hmm. You should have to license your, uh, get, register your thighs with the, the police department as a deadly weapon like boxers have to do. Well, when I go to the uh, airport, you know, they ask me if I'm carrying any deadly weapons. And, and you got to drop a little joke on them? Yeah. Mm. Kind of like a... Ha ha. That's good. Uh, <laughs> are you, are you uh, crazy about the workout thing still these days? Oh, yes. I love it. I actually have a page where girls and guys too can kind of like follow up some of my workout programs. Mm. I do everything with my trainer. Um, she helps me uh, put like these programs together. I mean, we put them together, um, you know, the two of us, but she's really awesome. She's helped me a lot and she's motivated me through all these years to continue to do my thing. Mm. It's a patreon.com body vibes. And so if you guys want to like join, meet me there for some crazy workouts yeah do you do you, do you feel like because you know you seem like you've aged pretty well but it's like that can be really tough like if you don't stay on top of working out and eating well like a lot of times i will see a girl <laughs> and she's 21 and she looks great and then i realize that she only eats taco bell and that she's never worked out a day in her life and in my mind i'm like well the clock is ticking <laughs> because that shit is gonna run out if you don't start taking care of yourself you know yeah i mean at this at this point, it's almost it gets like you you get like kind of like crazy about it, and you almost like need it every day. So the I don't I take a day off here and there, but the days that if I go like a week without working out, I mm. do feel like out of place. I actually love it, and it makes me feel good. It's not it's not like a chore. Like oh. mm. Actu actually, I love eating salads, and I love fruits and vegetables so like i have no problem this is like not a sacrifice mm. to me it's That's when like everything a part starts of my change. life once you really have that confidence like of you actually like like for me where i'm at right now i'm in the perfect state of mind because i'm really excited to work out every day i'm excited to eat a plain chicken breast with rice and broccoli <laughs> i'm excited to eat that salad you know i'm excited to not put real sugar in my coffee so you have to get to that point where you're actually really motivated because i've lost weight where i didn't want to lose weight before Right. And it is way harder. It's way different. Yeah. I mean, if you're really skinny and you're trying to put weight on, it's the hardest thing in the world. Mm, and if you are, if you're big and you're trying to lose it, it's the hardest thing in the world. I mean, mm. it's, it just, it's different for everybody. But all I can say is that, yeah, like you want to get to that point where you actually, it's, it becomes a part of your lifestyle. Mm. And then it's not a sacrifice. It's not like a chore anymore. Like, oh, I want to, like, I've, once a year, I don't. I can. I don't know when's when's the last time I had like a slice of pizza. Really, it's just that hardcore. But it's just not. I just don't like right now. You know, 
let's say I say I said a slice of pizza. Some people will say, oh, I, pizza. And then I'm like, damn, kind of want one now. Me, that happens to me when I talk about <laughs> when I talk about salads, because I love the taste of like vinegar or like lemon. Mm. And so sometimes it's like my mouth gets like watery thinking about that. <laughs> what, what's your what's your ideal salad though? You make them yourself or do you have any spots that you order from? Both. <coughs> There's a couple of places that I love eating around my house. Mm. They have some really good salads. I had sweet green earlier today. Oh yeah. So. I don't have a sweet green by my house. I mm. live in the valley. It's kind of basic but it's pretty good. It's a good portion size. That's one thing I hate is if you order a salad and it's just not enough. Right. Because the salad is already so light. Like, right. I need to eat, like, Give a me a big, lot of that shit. Right. I need a whole container. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, let me make that decision if I want to tap out early. But realistically, it's a bunch of fucking lettuce and kale and shit. It's like, it's, it's like 40 calories worth of lettuce and kale in this thing <laughs> right. in the first place. Like, give me more. <laughs> right. Let's just open a place Sometimes, where people can just eat as much salad as they can. Well, that's very interesting to say because I've really spent a lot of time in my life thinking about how I could create a salad spot that I think would be like you could just brand the shit out of that. I would want to make it like in and out, but for salads. I always wanted, I always wonder like why there aren't that many places that are healthy, but like on the go, you know? You know? It's like Chipotle is like the closest thing that they got in terms of like healthy fast food. I don't know what Does else Chipotle there is. Does Chipotle has a a um, drive through? No. No, exactly. That's See, or like I, I like like a tender greens, but with a mm. drive through. Tender greens ain't bad, yeah. I, I love tender greens. I the last time I went like three weeks ago, I was kind of disappointed because mm. it it wasn't as good as it it's usually it usually is, but. Really? I love tender greens. Yeah. Shout out to tender greens. Shout out to all the salad Shout spots all over LA supporting yeah. this Any podcast. Any sponsorships for us that love salads. Like we, you know, it's just, it's just going to be a lot of salad. <laughs> if sweet green or tender greens gave me like the black card so I could just go there. Oh my God. That would really kind of fuck up my life. I would be going there nonstop. Yep. That's, I, yeah, I will love that. I will love a tender greens. Yeah membership shout out to them shout out to everybody who lives in the entire rest of the world that doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about although they do have it in new york i was just in new york and i walked into this woman's apartment and i just looked at the, the sweet green packaging on the table and i'm like huh, they have that here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should i, I should have ordered it just to see what it was actually like and maybe it would be different i don't know well it depends if the if there's dominicans in the kitchen you know it's gonna have a little flavor mm, that's true i don't know if sweet green i'm not willing to give sweet green that um i, I did you ever date joe budden no, no? I, joe budden is like another person that i have seen a handful of times in my life okay he, he's dated a friend of mine uh a while ago and yeah, that's it. <laughs> because the only reason I even asked that, and I'm kind of embarrassed to ask that, is because of the fact that I have it written in my phone, and I don't know what the fuck I meant, because I must have been really high when I wrote this in my phone when I was getting ready for this interview. I wrote, explain this Joe Budden diesel chicks thing. Did he call you a diesel chick at one point? No, no, no. Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> Bad it's so taker. funny, because usually when guys, when any of my friends, like male friends, right, mm. that has a girlfriend or a wife and they randomly call me usually when i pick up the phone jokingly i say i swear to god bro i didn't fuck her but it was it, it's and i was in the on my 
on my car with somebody else whom, who's actually very religious. And so I couldn't say that. So I just say, hello. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're in the podcast here. And, we're, you know, like, I wanted to ask you if you consider your, what is a diesel chick? Like, what do are you okay. are you consider a diesel chick or like what is like the the standard? Like, what does it mean? Mm. And I said, well, it depends. Like if you compare me to like the average person, like with a very very high like body fat percentage, then I will be diesel. But I'm not diesel to the girl that is ready to compete in a, in a fitness show. Right. You know. So that was that was it. And I think a lot of people. I don't know why. Um, a lot of people. I think I wouldn't be offended if somebody say you're diesel. I mean, I work out every day hoping that I get somewhat. Oh, I'd love to be called that. Yeah. There, right? That'd be great. <laughs> but I think a lot of people took offense um, of that for me uh, in my behalf. Like, mm. oh, like, why will he call you diesel? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe he didn't. But if he did, like, I could be, mm. like, depending on who are you comparing me to, you know? The weird thing about women getting diesel is just that for, like, for the average man, if they, like, start working out four or five times a week, they could get pretty muscular. It might not take that long. For a woman to really look super strong, yeah. it takes so much work. It is so hard. For a woman to even put on, like, a couple ounces of muscle is just, like, months and months of hard work. So it's, like, even girls who yeah. clearly work out a ton, yeah. I don't look at them and think, like, oh, they... Like, look how big her tricep is. Because, like, a woman getting a bigger tricep is, increases, yeah. like, fucking two centimeters, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we usually just work out, like, I mean, right. you know, to to stay in shape and stuff like that. Obviously, nah. there's some girls that, like, do a little bit, you know, if, if fitness is, like, their life. Like, they are competing, getting, mm. you know, if that's, like, what they do, I understand. Like, if, you know, there's ways to, like, get, you know, more, more muscular, like, faster. But You ever did steroids? No, no. But girl, you know, but girls, you know, that compete, like if you're doing, if you're competing in anything above like bikini, most likely you you are taking Growth something. hormone, clenbuterol, all these crazy ass weight loss drugs. Well, I've taken a lot of like weight loss stuff, but mm. just over the counter. Okay. <laughs> I just, when I was younger, I did a ton of research into all the illegal weight loss drugs that bodybuilders were doing and stuff because i was like really into losing weight and i was just super interested and i actually ordered clenbuterol off the internet it was taking it for a while and that shit is scary yeah it is i mean uh, it's crazy it's crazy that you know uh, they there's so many like bad things about it like they mm. they say you know like obviously it has like some really bad effect on the body like long term and People are just not afraid. It's like a drug almost. Mm. They are like totally not afraid of like doing it like forever. Yeah. When I was a kid, I just didn't have any concept of the fact that like you could just do things that would be bad for you. I would never even think about doing something like that now just because I'm like my heart. Like I don't want to take a risk with my body for what to lose weight faster. The fuck cares? Right. That's the kind of thing that it's not even, it's not even worth being in good shape unless you get there in a healthy way. Right. I mean, I think, I think... The the actual like goal is to be healthy and strong, mm. and if you look good while doing that, like good for you. But you should always put your health, you know, above like everything. Cause I saw you saying that you know a bunch of girls who died from getting plastic surgery. Was that shit like the Wild West back in the day? Because now <laughs> every girl, not every girl, but tons of girls get fat transfers. It's whatever. It's nothing. Was it crazy back in the day? 
I don't know. I I think that the, the, the it's been the same risk, you know, it's just that I, maybe people are doing it, like, are being more careful. Like, I think, like, even medicine has advanced mm. in a way that allows, you know, these things to be safer. But it's, there's there's still, like, these days a small chance that, for example, your your implants, your body rejects them. So if you if that mm. happens, they just got to take them out and you cannot mm. do it, you know? So, but I feel like the fat transfer that every girl gets on her ass nowadays has got to be way safer than the gigantic plastic butt implants that used to be the thing. Well, the the butt implants, no, sorry, not the implants, uh, the implants and the transfer that is legal. Mm. The the putting like concrete glue or whatever the the stuff from like uh, best I'm not Best Buy but um. Uh, fucking pet boys. Whatever, like, yeah, those <laughs> stores where you buy like concrete, you know, things right. to like putting that stuff in your body. Obviously, is legal. Uh. But like implants and 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 transfers are um, legal. Mm. It's just you have to find a good doctor. By the way, I got my boobs redone after uh, almost eleven years. You're supposed to do it like every ten years, huh? After ten years, you should like look into it. Like, uh. it's not that you have to. Were you having issues with them? No, I, I, I wasn't. I just kind of like thought that it was time for a change. Mm. Yeah, I went to an amazing doctor here, Dr. Boris Cosmetic, uh, and they were great. So if anybody, I just don't like when people ask me questions. I say, you know, I put the info for my doctor, hit them up, and they mm. say, oh, I see on the, doc, the info for the doctor, but uh, what do you think? I don't know, sweetie. I am not a doctor. <laughs> Everybody always wants you to waste your time asking can, you about some stupid I, shit you don't know about. Like, I'm not the doctor. Right. I put the info for the doctor. You go there. Oh, how much do you have? Sweetie, it don't matter. What I have is not going to look the same on you. Go ask them what's the best for you. <laughs> yeah. And what, you think I have time? You think I want to be having these fucking conversations? Honestly, it's not that I, it's, it's just that it, it's irrelevant and it doesn't matter. And I'm not really helping you by, because what happens is that if I tell you I have this and you go get that and then it doesn't look like mine, so you're going to be mad. Mm. But we don't have the same body. It, no. I just happen to, you know, look the way I look. But if I know people that have the same size or more and they look smaller. Right. It's just you have to go to the doctor and ask them. Don't ask me. I already was nice enough to put the info there, put the hookup. And now y'all want to ask me, what is what about the incision? Sweetie. I'll answer the questions for you. I didn't go you. to the doctor. For, I didn't go to school for this shit. Girls, if you want to ask any questions about your bodies, I'm here for you. So Yeah. yeah. You can you can send him a picture and he will like do a, a virtual consultation. <laughs> yes. I'll let you know what I think. I have a lot of experience in this field. Do you have a boyfriend right now? Um, I, I am. I'm not single. Mm. So it's 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 what is the issue? Is the issue that you don't want to make it official, or is he being a little no, standoffish? They, they, no, um, no, I'm very happy. <laughs> Your girlfriend. I have significant other. <laughs> a significant other. Interesting. Do you think you'd be happier with a guy than a girl, or a girl than a guy these days? Like, what's what what's the destiny? A guy and a girl. <laughs> really? So you're playing the field a little bit? Shit, that would be great. You don't believe Get in monogamy? Um, if you want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You I only believe in it if like both people want to. Uh -huh. But I I wouldn't that only that happens all the time. I know tons of couples that are not cheating on each other. Uh not saying that they didn't in a previous relationship or that they won in the future, uh -huh. but people are able to commit to one person 
if they want to. Right. If they don't want to, there's nothing that will make that happen. Right. I mean, even if somebody cannot get late, he will find if a if a guy doesn't want to be faithful and he cannot get another bitch to like cheat with, he will buy himself a sex doll and fuck that sex doll. Why get and, a sex doll? Why not get a prostitute? Or a prostitute, yeah. <laughs> Cheaper. <laughs> to me, I'm not gonna I don't think that there's anything like like there is a thing that happens, I think, as a dude, maybe as just a human being in general, where if you don't have sex for a few weeks or however however long, I think everybody has their own like refractory period. But it, I, I've definitely like in my prior life when I was single, I would maybe just not have sex for a couple of weeks and start to notice it really kind of making me a little bit agitated and, and just sort of like a few weeks, you know. A long time. A few weeks, yeah. But I mean, I was single, so it's like, and I didn't have any fucking money and stuff, so it's not like I was used to getting laid all the time. Well, you had your hand. No, yeah, that. Magic hand. That's what I'm saying, though, is I don't think I would get any more relief from a sex doll than I would from my hand. I don't know. I don't have a dick. So. I'm not going to, my <laughs> brain is not going to be tricked into believing that this is somehow more real than whatever I could do with my own hand. I feel the same way about dudes who go to jail and start fucking dudes. Like, how do you, you just go to jail and like your perspective on what you find attractive change that much? Like, no, jerk off. Maybe they just close their eyes and imagine that it's, <laughs> I, mean, I don't hey, know. If you need that, cool. But for me, I probably, I think if I went to jail for 20 years, I'd just keep jerking off. That's just me. There's nothing wrong. I will, if I was in jail, can I just bring my toy with me or no? You'd be lit in jail. <laughs> you ever seen Orange is the New Black? That'd be you. They're probably bad bitches in there, dude. Yeah. I mean, especially I, I see beauty in everybody. I'd be like, you, you know, it's so funny because somebody posted on Facebook a picture of like the same girl, but like makeup and no makeup. Mm. And, you know, everybody's just like, she's ugly. What the fuck? Like, will, she, will the guy be wrong if he leaves her after... And I was looking at her like she just needs like a nice like pill because her skin was a little messed up. Mm. But I said she's she's not ugly. I mean, if you really look at the girl, she she wasn't ugly. I just think like sometimes people have, especially uh, you know, brown people or like ethnic ethnic people. Like we have, we tend to have like some skin discoloration mm -hmm. here and there. And I was just like. People are hating, and I bet all these guys right here typing "ew" da, da, will still be licking her butthole if they could. They probably literally go home to women that look like one percent as good as that person that they're insulting on the internet. I it's know, insane, insane. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, like I, I, I just think everybody's. I think mo. I think a lot of the girls. I think pretty much every girl is pretty. I'm like, oh, she's cute. <laughs> That's what my girl always says. She always says you have low standards that you just think every girl's hot. You want to fuck every girl. Well, I don't want to fuck every girl, but I see the beauty on every girl. Guys is different. I don't really? think guys are good looking. At all? Especially naked, man. Y'all not cute. What if? Uh, what about when I lose 20 pounds? <laughs> it's just like, okay, first of all, like, let's just go I don't think I look step. great naked right now either. So I kind of agree, but I feel the like chest, 20 pounds from now I might look all right. The chest, of, the nicest chest of, of, a, of a man versus the nicest boobs in a woman. Okay, yeah. You win Roman this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No question about that. No, I the, totally agree. Penis, Who would want to look at a naked the man? The penis and, and, and the vagina. The vagina is a million times more beautiful. Oh, I disagree. I think dicks look better than pussies, yeah. Oh, no. No, yeah. Vaginas are beautiful. They look like flowers. So, yeah, but... Like, uh, when you look at the flower really closely, like a rose, it's just like all this, like... Right, that's but, what it looks like. But, you know, I just... I guess I'm someone who really respects 
efficiency and effectiveness. I look at a nice dick. It's like a baseball bat. It's like a weapon. It's a murder weapon. It gets shit done. But 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 are they but are they doing all the efficient stuff that you're talking about? Cause a, a honed dick, yeah. A well-oiled, veined-up dick, yeah. That's a weapon. That that's like a, a a metaphor for society as a whole for getting shit done. All the girls watching this shit are right now like giving you like a conceited face. Guys, let me know if you agree that I, I you don't you wouldn't rather have just on a purely I know you like being a woman, but just on a purely genitalia level, wouldn't you rather be walking around with a penis? I the reason why I say this is because when I have to pee, I just pee. My girlfriend when she has to pee, we have to find a McDonald's. Oh, because she's fancy. I'm from the Dominican Republic, honey. Oh, you squat. <laughs> I will find a way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm from DR. Right. Respect. Hey, I wish you could do that too. But then behind at the same a time, quick, behind a tree, real quick. If she gets a little bit of urine on those fucking Gucci sandals, I don't know. You clean it off. I don't know. You are from DR. She's bougie. Yes. Yeah, she's from fucking Glendale. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just. I know, I know all the guys <coughs> can agree with me that the female body is just more beautiful to look at. Thank mm. you. But I still would rather have a dick. For me. It's just, I, I cannot imagine like having, you know, something in between. My my, my legs are already fat. And oh, then like having weird, something yeah. in there, I, can, I wouldn't be able to walk. I will need like. Yeah, 35 years of getting used to that has really helped me get used to it. But it's 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 not that weird, but it is definitely weird. Like every time that you like get tapped by, in the balls by your homie or you accidentally somebody you know, you're in a fight, somebody needs you in the balls or something. That is what is going through your head. It's like, how did God curse me with such a stupid, inefficient system of impregnating? <laughs> like I haven't even used this thing for 35 years and it's just on the outside of my body so that the temperature can be regulated. You know, I just the one thing about like the penis and everything, like the genitalia of the male that bugs me is that the balls move 24 seven mm. on their own. Wow. That's why you guys can be trusted because you have a part in your body that you cannot control. You I cannot control your balls from moving right now, no matter how hard you try. If you really try, close your eyes, you try, they still moving. Well, but I can control my dick though, because sometimes I'll just make it go and my girlfriend will, I think it's I know, hilarious. But that's like sometimes. Sometimes. Once in a blue moon. Yeah, I don't do that often. Yeah, you have, you don't really have like control over it. Mm. Yeah. A friend of mine was telling me recently that his son just kind of like discovered that he could get a boner. And it's like really weird to explain to his kid because the kid has questions and he doesn't know how the fuck to explain it. Like, yeah, it just gets hard sometimes. Don't worry about it. You're not going to be using it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't come here for any parental advice, guys. <laughs> yeah, much of what we've said is probably wrong. Uh, what's on your OnlyFans? Um, super sexy content. Mm. Um, there's, well, I don't want to say it because then, if, you know, super sexy, you guys. You should join. <laughs> but how sexy are we talking? Because that's kind of like a big decision for a girl who's hot on the internet these days is how deep into it do you go? Well, I cannot tell you because if I do... That will make some people join and some people not. Mm. So I want you to go spend your money. And then if you don't like it, you can leave. But you already, it's not, un it's not refundable. Mm. <laughs> so once you're there and you don't like it, thank you for your donation, honey. The only <laughs> to fans, my stray cats. The, 
some straight cats. Dude, the OnlyFans is kind of like a bait and switch these days, though, because okay, some girl came into the store, she was super hot. We all like talked about her for like we've talked about her for like 30 seconds. And then whatever, somebody goes finds her Instagram, they're like, oh my God, she's got an OnlyFans link in her bio. So we all just automatically assume that she does full-on pornography. And then somebody actually like fucking well, paid I'm, for it and I'm figured a, out that she didn't. I'm not a porn star. Right. You know? So you you won't see porn. I'm not a porn star. Right. I mean, I am, but just not on camera. Mm. If you know what I mean. If if somebody were to raid your computer, would they not find a, an epic not a tape collection? Thing. No, you don't oh do that because God. you're too scared of it getting out. No, it's just that <laughs> there's not a goddamn thing on my phone or my computer. Really, my phone. God, if you could get in here, there's all kinds of crazy videos. Really, let me see. No, I'm not going to show you that. <laughs> I'm crossing a weird line with a podcast guest. <laughs> Well, is it like a law that you cannot like show me your sex tapes? Do you have an OnlyFans? Can no. I, can I watch you on OnlyFans? You can watch me on my girlfriend's private Snapchat. You guys do like um, like uh, everything, everything? Mm-hmm. I might join. Really? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, Instagram.com slash LenaThePlug. You can find it in the bio or whatever. Okay. So are you are you the only one that she does videos with? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a friend. She's a porn star, and she same thing she does with her fiance. She they do. It's just part of the job these days. If you're a guy who's got a girlfriend with a private snap, you gotta you gotta be the hired wiener. Damn. So you have to like. It's a lot of work. It doesn't bother me though. I like it. I've I've really learned to to enjoy it. So you are like like a porn star too, sort of. Man, I got something coming that the world doesn't know about yet. But yeah. Doesn't bother me. I'm not okay. scared. I don't. I don't understand what the stigma is around people doing porn, especially guys. Judge the women. Don't judge me. I'm just here. I'm just. A, just a pole. I'm just a prop. Yes, I mean, who, know? who's gonna fuck her if I'm not there? Judge her morality. You could pass judgment on her. I'm totally okay. I'll ignore it. But as far as me, right? It's you're fine. Just, you're just like a. It's your job. It's your duty. Yeah. As her boyfriend. When you talk to a girl, though, who's getting in the game and you can sort of identify that she's in somewhat of a similar position that you were in 10 years ago or whatever, where she's in a position where she could all of a sudden be making a lot of money from her body, from whatever she wants to do with her beauty, what do you advise them to do? Because there's so many options now where a girl could go and do the private snap thing. She could just go and be an Instagram model and maybe get a tummy tea ad here and there. Well, I, I don't advise anybody to do a goddamn thing. You do you, boo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, I'll say this. If I tell you to do exactly what I did, that might not take you anywhere. Mm. So you got to do the recipe that works for you. Some of the stuff that I do, some girls wouldn't be comfortable doing. Some of the mistakes that I made, I had to make them in order to get to where I am. So if I tell you to skip that that mistake... You might not learn a goddamn thing, and that might take you to make a bigger mistake later. So I'm just not, you know, I'm not big into, like, giving people advice mm. because then something goes wrong, and then I'm, it's my fault because I told them to do something. Do whatever the fuck you want to do, okay? You get your own resources. I'm not going to go through everything that I've been through in, in 10 years and then put it in a little plate, you know, really cute with a bow for you. You go out there and you do your thing, baby. You mm. know, it might. Some girls are gonna make more money just doing something else that has nothing to do with this. And for some people, it works doing this industry stuff for like doing their body situation. But for some people, it doesn't work. I know some girls that have OnlyFans and they are maybe not making enough money, or they are struggling with 
you know, guilt, like, oh my God, I'm, uh, I show my boobs or, yeah. oh my God, like, this is too sexy. What if my mom see it? Oh my God, my daddy. So, you know, like, I can't tell you about none of that shit because I personally don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. Right. I, everything that I do, I'm very comfortable with. Yeah. So it, nothing that anybody says from the outside matters. Do you never get any kind of like bad reaction from your family or anything? Did they never think it was wrong or scandalous First of or all, something? I've been the black sheep of my family since I can remember. That's really? Number one. Oh, Hell so now yeah. we know you're a troublemaker. Interesting. Number two, they are in Dominican Republic. And you know what? One dollar is in Dominican pesos. 50 pesos okay oh. so when i send that bread they don't give a shit <laughs> how i made it okay they will be happy if the chapel gives me a call and like put me on that little payroll they will be like no she's a good girl chapel is a very nice gentleman so yeah <laughs> i you know as long as i'm sending them dollars they're good right and even if they weren't good with it it was still not a problem with do me. you go back a lot I try to go, you know, uh, once a year, once every other year. But I grew up there. I mm. lived there until I was 22. So it's like being from Mississippi and then like every year you go on vacation to Mississippi. It's boring. Right. <laughs> I know. I used to go to New Hampshire all the time on vacation. And it's just like my family moved. They moved to the West Coast. And people ask me, like, are you going to go there on vacation? I'm like, vacations? Like, nothing there. Like, and everything there is there, I've seen 500 fucking times because I've been yeah. back a million times. And then because your family is there, you know, when I go That's there, I, go, yeah. literally I go there. And when I come back, I come back with one hand here. I mean, I need to tape it for OnlyFans because I literally, I leave there everything. I leave, I spend all the more money than I, that I want to without having as much fun than a regular vacation. And then I ever, oh, I love your pants. Oh, okay, you can keep them. Oh, you lo I love your top, but leave them. Oh, your shoes are nice. Like, so I'm, it's not fun. Are you mega famous there? Um, like no. more than here or? No, I think, no. Um, but you gotta be like the, 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 the hometown hero in a certain way, right? Or do they never even remember? They know who I am. Some people know who I am. Like uh -huh. if they are into kind of like the hip hop world a little right. bit, like they have an idea who I am, but. I think, you know, here is where I have gotten my people here. People recognize me more. Mm. If people if I go back to my hometown and most likely people will recognize me f because they grew up with me like, oh, we went to school together. or right. We went to dance school together. That's dope. Yeah. The other interesting thing that I've written down on here and I actually remember how I, this originated in my notes is I wrote you at one point had beef with Wale because you said you couldn't date him because his triceps weren't big enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, what happened? That happened. He was a little sensitive uh, about, about his something. Triceps? No, about oh, something okay. else that I said, and then he apologized to me on. Um, he was on Hot ninety seven, and he apologized to me. He was just having like a little moment. Okay. And and you know sometimes guys guys don't do well with rejection, and they don't do well with when you tell them no or when you don't. You say something to them that is not like, oh, my God, you're so hot. I love you. Mm. So usually that's like what you get back. Like, you know, that's like the same thing as you walking out the streets and a guy says, hey, oh, beautiful. And then when you don't say anything, ah, oh, fuck you, bitch, you ugly anyways. Mm. So it was kind of like a situation like that. Like, you know, <coughs> but he apologized to me. And um, then as as I, you know, sometimes see things on blogs and stuff, I, I seen that he struggled with mental health and stuff like that. So mm. I have much respect to like people that are dealing with stuff like that. I personally don't have any 
<laughs> any any issues me- mental i'm like a the the most positive happiest person you ever met really but i have like much much respect for the people that have to go every day through life and dealing with like things that they cannot you know control that they cannot like figure out so am so, i supposed to take that as like a low-key wale disc just saying like oh he's got his mental health no issues. No, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 i'm i'm very i i know a lot of people that deal with like stuff like that mm. and they cannot even Sometimes nothing is wrong. Mm. It's not that they, you know, financially or nothing is wrong with their health. Nothing is wrong with their family, with their friends, with their relationship. And there's still something that they are unable to control and that makes them feel a certain way. Mm. So I can, I have like a lot of like, you know, empathy for people that are going through things like that. Isn't it weird how nowadays it's almost like. If you claim to just have fine mental health, like I would say the same thing to myself, I don't really get depressed. I feel fine. I wake up pretty happy every day. You know, I get bummed out by like actual things that happen to me, but I don't deal with depression or mm-hmm. anything like that. That is almost something that like people don't want to hear because it's like more relatable to say like, yeah, I suffer from mental health now. And sometimes I don't know if I necessarily really <laughs> take it that serious when certain people say it. Well, um, what I hate about that in social media is that it's this it's the same thing as like how some people have taken uh being the victim of uh like let's say a rape mm. and when when somebody falsely claimed to be one, it discredits the people that actually you know been through that so when people go online and say i'm gonna kill myself and they're just doing it for clout mm. that is that sucks and it sucks really not for me it sucks for the people that are out there like really crying for help and you know that don't really even have the balls to type i feel like i want to kill myself mm. but they are di- they are dying for for help so i really um i feel like i'm always on the victim side like i always want to side with the b- victim because whether I have ever been a victim of anything or which I'm not, but you know what I mean? Like I always want to empathize with people that are going through something, but it, it, it gets hotter and hotter with social media and people kind of like making a joke out of like stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's just sort of like a pose that a lot of people have sort of fallen for or, or started to think is cool where it's like, you hear rappers say like the same sort of things in songs, like I'm fighting my demons. Uh, you know, I'm so sad or I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why I'm so fucked up in the head. This is so crazy. And it's like a huge percentage of those people. I just don't believe it. I'm like, there's nothing. You're just bullshitting because you want to say something that you think sounds cool. The same way that rap for so many years was basically a bunch of dudes saying, Hey, I got a bunch of guns or Hey, I sell crack, you know? And it's like <laughs> at a certain point, you're just listening to dudes and you're like, You've, you've just said that you sell crack so many times that it can't possibly be anything besides just a funny thing to say in a song. So when I hear a lot of these rappers say, like, I'm so sad, I want to kill myself, or or even worse, it's like, the, this is what they always say is, I'm, I'm taking these drugs to, to stop the pain. It's like, motherfucker, you're taking drugs for the same exact reason everybody else takes drugs is because they're fun. <laughs> well, I feel like we all, like, we all have, like, demons you know like we are, we all have like baggage from our childhood things True. that happen to us I, w- I wouldn't consider them like i think like people kind of like fantasize fantasize this these demons mm. uh you could just talk to your mom about what happened and kind you know <laughs> it will be like so easy to 
that demon, it's like, it's your dad and your mom that didn't treat you the way you wanted to. You could just like sit down with them and say, hey, you know about this thing that happened when I was 10 years old. It still like bothers me. Mm. That, and then tell you that demon will psh, be gone. The same thing with like relationships and, you know, you have that demon. It's maybe you just need to talk to your partner about something that happened five years ago mm. and that demon will be gone. But I don't think people really want to like, not not fight, but they don't want to resolve those issues. So they just want to keep saying, oh, like demons. and Because you know what it is, is that young people, when you start to hit that age, 16, 17, 18, it starts to occur to you, I haven't been through anything. I haven't been through shit. Like you never had your heart broken. You never been addicted to drugs. You never had to go to war. You never had to shoot somebody. You never had to get your ass beat. So they start inventing shit to make them feel like they've been through something more than what they've been through. Like you know, you remember your first heartbreak? Uh, it feels so intense. It feels like the most <laughs> I, real thing in the world. You never had your heart broken like that. Wish I could say that. Um, no, I think uh, probably not. But not I. One of my like big big talents is that I can move on from people very quickly. Mm, right. <laughs> so I break up with somebody and the next day I'm like, who's that? I right. don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like turn the switches on and off like pretty badly. So you you have no emotions. You're just kind of just really just loves it. You're a man eater. This is just destroy men they, or women. They taste good in salads. <laughs> <laughs> well played. What the fuck are we talking about? We are a mess. <laughs> what else do we need to know about you in terms of what your your life is like at this point? What what do you want the world to know about you? What's important? Well, I just like people to know what I'm doing when it comes to like work. So mm. I have a store. It's called Cosamia. You can buy tons of brands, including my own workout clothing line called Body by Rosa Costa. It's high quality workout clothes, very unique. Also, you can shop my fragrance there. It's called Rosa by Rosa Acosta. Mm. For the guys, you can subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> and you can subscribe to my Patreon. For the girls that like fitness, you can subscribe to my Patreon.com, Body Vibes. That's my fitness Patreon. Um, Workout clothes, though. Yeah. That's like the best thing that's happened to society in the last like Joga 10 pants years. and is, leggings, yes. Just most women... Look better in those than they look in like the most expensive outfit in their closet. That's my opinion. I always say this to my girlfriend. I'm like, listen, we're gonna go to this rap show. You don't have to wear shit. You can keep the Lululemon leggings on, throw a little sweater, a little crop top thing. You'll be good. People yeah. love workout clothes. I love workout clothes. Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> Body by Rosa Costa. So yeah, like I really, uh, what I really, you know, I, I love to give people a. A glimpse of like who I am and like my life but in general I you know I'm all about business I want people to know what I'm doing where to spend their money at spend it with me mm. when you spend your money with me there's nothing better for the economy than spending your money with me because you know what happens I put that shit back into the con I put it back into society I buy from all the small you know businesses right. minorities so like honey I am the best thing that has ever happened to the economy. I will spend this bread. I mean, after I, you know, I do like the smart stuff, the investments and the savings. I have to, the boring stuff. But then the fun stuff, mm. I actually get to spend that money. So go subscribe to the OnlyFans. Go spend some money on your girl at Cosamia.com. And yeah, you know, I'll give you a little glimpse of myself. But I have a couple of stalkers. So I just wanted to say that's not sexy, you guys. Don't oh, do God, it. Oh, God, no. That's bad. Don't do it. 
I had I had somebody. I went to to Jamaica for a for a retreat for models and photographers, and a guy followed me there. I mean, I was there already, and then two days later, he showed up. Like, don't do that. He showed up. He flew to Jamaica. Yeah, it's, yeah from New York. That's not sexy. And what what was his line? Did he just try to act like it was all good, like you would want to see him there? <laughs> Actually, I, I the way he approached me because it's like two hundred people over there for models and photographers. Some of the photographers know who I am. I might not know who you are. I have, by the way, I have terrible memory. I'm bad with faces Same. and I'm bad with names. Yep. That's why I'm always with Echo. She's really good at that stuff. She knows who everybody is and she always cues me. That's that's that person. I need that. I fucking I love when well, I'm with people I cannot, and they do that. I cannot give you Echo. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to get somebody. Else. I don't think I can handle her. I'm gonna be honest. She seems like you you and her might have something going on that I don't wanna try to interrupt that bond, yeah. Yeah. Oh we do. Oh we do. <laughs> <laughs> we do she's like oh no what are you but, saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know so like that's the only reason why i don't like to be even more open about who i am and the things that i really like and all that stuff because people are crazy they are i had i had a guy also show up at my store when i had it on melrose right he show up with his suitcase he came all the way from philly and he just came to like be with me. He put his suitcase in a little corner and he didn't want to leave because he thought that in his mind we were meant to be together. And every caption that I put on Instagram was for him. Like whenever I say a little, you know, sexy caption or I say, you know, whatever, you know, I'm being flirty, it's Instagram. And That's this scary. guy showed up with his suitcase, put it in a little corner and... Yeah. <laughs> did you have, did, when you had the Storm Melrose, did you have security there all the time? No, but the guy, there's like a barbershop next door to us. Okay. And so the guys were, they knew that I was having issues. Oh, that's very convenient. So yeah. they were always walk, they would walk me to my car every night. Oh, nice. And, you know, they were checking on me every day. Yeah, awesome people. Because my girlfriend, for a period of time, we were discussing the idea of her opening a space on Melrose. And that's what I was kept saying. I was like, from day one, like if you're gonna have a bunch of hot little girls working in the store, you need to have a fucking giant security guard to make sure that. I mean, and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not afraid of anybody. I will kick anybody's ass that try to bother me. It's the inconvenience. <laughs> right. It's the fact that I feel like now when I go to work, I have to look out for you, or that you're just there staring at me. Sir, just move. Like I don't mind if you come and say hi, Rosa. How are you? Take a picture and leave. Right. But if you're just there staring at me with your suitcase, you don't have a place to go because you just came here to be with me in your fantasy world like i you know and then he's telling me his mom thinks he's crazy right. my mom thinks i'm crazy she's always asking me who is rosa girl and i'm like and i mean you have a great attitude about it because you out you're like a tough personality is realistically i believe that you could probably beat up a lot of guys and stuff but at the end of the day it's like eventually one of these dudes is gonna be really psycho and put a gun in your face and then all of a sudden shit is really fucked yeah up. and then you know and even if it's not that bad but i don't really want to hurt nobody my nails are really expensive and it takes two hours to how get much them done. i was just looking at those they're so long thank you yeah, i would I love to watch you use a phone oh and i'm so fast i'm so fast I'm like so fast. It just be like. Yep. Oh, and when I'm mad, me. oof, when I'm mad. <laughs> that's <laughs> so real. Yes. <laughs> Dudes know what that's about. If you, if you, but, but you haven't lived enough if you're a dude and you haven't been in a really good text argument with a girl who's tech, who can has nails that long. Can nobody beat me? Because mm. I can type five times as fast as you. 
And my comebacks are just amazing. So I'm just destroying you in paragraphs mm-hmm. while you just say, hold up, wait, are you for real? And I'm just like, I already like told you every single thing. I detail every single thing you have done for the past whatever years with date and time that you fucked it up. And the name and the social security of the bitch that you were with, I type it in there too. And right. it's, you know, her social, like her, the name of her motherfucking kids and her little <laughs> punk ass dog that she, she was lives. walking. <laughs> But, the license plate of the bitch that you was hanging out with. But you've kind of made it in life. Like, okay, you've kind of made it in life if you had sex with Rosa Costa in the first place. But if she actually gives a shit enough to try to destroy you via text message, if you've connected with her on that emotional level, then you really, yeah, maybe your time with her is over. There's only but one, it's still kind of cool. There's only one person that has done that, and that person is not happy about that. It's not that you're saying not living. <laughs> well, wherever he's at, he's not happy. Under the ground. <laughs> Don't check my basement. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I appreciate you coming on. This was really fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. I want to come back and ask you questions. How about that? Oh, I love that. You don't have a podcast or anything? No, I don't. I'm just going to... I'm just going to take over this one and i'm just gonna come and like ask you questions i'm down i want to bring rico reckless i think people don't don't want to know more about you Mm. because you're always asking the questions and saying little sneaky things about yourself but not enough i mean i put out a vlog today and by the way you can get this shirt at nojumper.com but i put out a vlog today where you can see me feeding my cat hanging out in the backyard with my friends my girlfriend's shooting the bow and arrow which is her new thing she's just shooting this like target on a a bale of hay and that doesn't concern you no, I think it's cool. Girls need hobbies. And what if the target becomes you soon? Well, <laughs> then we're going to really have something to talk about. Because, luckily, she's doing all right, but I don't know if, if she could really hit me from a distance. If I was moving, I don't think she's ready for that. Well, to the producers of this uh, podcast, when he's dead, you can contact me and I will be happy to be here interviewing other people. <laughs> that is actually what I was telling her, though. We were watching uh, Hunger Games. And I'm like, that's going to be you and me chasing me down with a bow and arrow. You're laughing now, but you might not be very soon. <laughs> you seem like you're very pro women abusing men. Sort it's, of flip it's the not tables. A, it's not abuse if the women is doing it. If it's revenge. It's We don't abuse. Yeah. Women can't be held accountable for anything. Nope. Appreciate that perspective. That's good to know. <laughs> Rosa Costa, ladies and gentlemen. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com. If you want to support San Diego Cannabis Meetup, so probably be out after that, but whatever. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>